Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Right, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on today. A couple of votes that you've probably been watching, but I think probably you've been misrepresented to you. A vote last night in uh, the House that sends $40 billion to Ukraine. And then there's another vote today on codifying. Carrie, have you ever heard the word codifying as much as we've heard it the past few days? No, I have not. Codify. Got to codify. Mm-hmm. Codifying. Will yeah. be codify, Roe. It's codify. all over the place. I know. It's it's just dumb. It's the same thing like with insurrection. I mean, I'd never heard insurrection before in my life before, you know, January 6th and the lies that we're getting from some people in the media about January 6th. Oh, insurrection. Codify. Codify the insurrection. Shut up. So we'll talk about what really happened today in the Senate. The vote wasn't even close. The media is pretending that it was very close. It wasn't. It wasn't close at all and explain why that is. We'll have that for you as well. Um, but I definitely want to start with what's happening uh, w- with that vote from last night, where like 140 Republicans or somebody voted with the Democrats to send this money over to Ukraine on Wednesday. Let's go. Uh-huh. It is a hump day. Carrie, how are you, by the way? You good? I'm all right. You making it happen, though? I am. Are you getting it done? Oh, yeah. All right. Sam's in the house. Sam, how you doing? Mike Bartlett getting it done in for uh, Polo today. Break it down. Uh-huh. Are you chair dancing? I am. I will be third hour. What's that? No, not necessarily. If you're not oh, now, yeah. then forget oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bust the move or else it ain't happening. Oh, uh, I don't want to bust a move. Oh, 80s. You might bust a hip at your age. <laughs> Whoa, wow. Wait a second. That was low. She old. You older. But I don't look like it. And I definitely don't act like it. No, that's true. You don't act like it. (laughs) 14 year old more mature. I'm young in spirit. I'm young at heart. So back off. Whatever you say. Whatever you want to say. People prefer me this way. So when I was on Newsmax today when I brought it, what did you think? I thought it was really great and you had some really good points. Which topic specifically did I really nail, do you think? Well, um, about the Ukraine vote, the um, abortion vote. No, No. um, I thought you did. No. Um, You know, just everything that's going on in D.C. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everything that's going on in D.C. Well, is that? that not right? Well, nobody's talking about everything going on in well, D.C. Well, something is going on in D.C. D.C. may have it connected somehow. You can just throw hey, that out there. You talked about the president and, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah. You really are not a good friend at all. <laughs> all right. So, uh, again, people, every Wednesday, 3.30 p.m., I'm on Newsmax TV. Jesse Jane Duff is on there. Bob Sellers. Hey, it was uh, Katrina, who I hadn't seen before, is the, was the co-host. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, came out. Guns blazing. We talked about Jack Dorsey and how suddenly he also agrees that Trump shouldn't have been permanently banned, which is, hello, he's the one that did it. But we talked about that. We talked about some other things as well. Went very well. Don't don't be like Carrie. Um, su- <laughs> support sorry. your favorite host. I'm sorry. I always support forget. the host of the show. If like you don't a mind. block. 
Mm. All right, so let's talk about uh, the vote from last night, uh, which does, in fact, send $40 billion to Ukraine. And I, I want to make some commentary on this. But, Carrie, if you don't mind, set the scene, set the stage, and I'll, I'll give you mm-hmm. what I think about it in a second. Go ahead. From the Hill, the House approved a $39.8 billion aid package for Ukraine on Tuesday, sending the massive supplemental to the Senate as Russia's invasion nears the three-month mark. The aid package passed in a 368-257 vote. All lawmakers who voted against the bill were Republicans, two Democrats, and three Republicans did not vote. The legislation includes $6 billion for security assistance, including training, equipment, weapons, logistical support, supplies and services for military and national security forces in Ukraine, and $900 million for refugee support services such as housing, language classes, and trauma services for individuals fleeing Ukraine. Roughly $8.7 billion of the cash in the legislation will go to the Economic Support Fund to respond to emergent needs in Ukraine, including budget support and countering human trafficking. For those in this country and others, Mr. Speaker, who thought that war was a 19th or 20th century concern, this crisis has underscored the importance of capable military alliances, the centrality of NATO, and the critical importance of American leadership in the transatlantic alliance. Representative Hal Rogers a Republican from Kentucky, the dean of the House, said on the House floor. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the bill was about democracy versus a dictatorship. Okay. Let's break the, what was the actual number? What was the actual it was 38 point something million? Uh, it th- billion? was 39.8 billion. Okay, 39.8 billion. Let's call it 40. Let, let's, let's use round numbers here. $40 billion. Now, let, let's really use our brains here because the left will just make stuff up and act as if they're you know the party of good and good versus evil and we've got to stop this fascism that's going on and all this other garbage and then they'll just lie it wasn't that long ago a couple of weeks that Elon Musk made the offer about 44 billion dollars for Twitter when he did that the left exploded how dare he how dare he spend 44 billion dollars to buy a website when he could have fed the hungry, get given drink to the thirsty, could have housed the homeless, and could have solved the poverty the poverty problem in this country. How dare he? Now, last I checked, Elon Musk made that money himself. It was part one of the starters of PayPal and and then you got Tesla's going nuts and SpaceX. The guy has made the right moves to make himself that kind of money, worth well over two hundred billion dollars. So if he wants to spend forty-four billion of it, however the hell he wants, he can. But the left was appalled. How dare you? There are people starving, and you're throwing away forty-four billion dollars. Fast forward to last night. Forty billion dollars to a country six, seven thousand miles away to help secure the economy and the food and the, everything else, the supply and also the crap of Ukraine, which we've already given over $4 billion, keep in mind, which we are supporting weaponry-wise, we're already doing that. And of course, we don't want anybody to invade a country and kill innocent people. It makes no sense. But we're going to send $40 billion of your money and mine, not of Elon Musk's personal money, but your money and mine, the government will send that to Ukraine for almost the same number. When the left just told me a couple weeks ago, with that kind of cash, you can solve the economic problems here. 
the homeless problems, the thirst problems, the the hungry problems. So why isn't why isn't it the same thing now when it's almost the same amount of money? Listen, forget about all that stuff. Let's say they were just playing politics and being stupid because that's what they do. Let's talk about what we really could do with $40 billion. You can't find baby formula in some places right now. There's a shortage. You can't find baby food. There's a shortage. In Texas, where we have all the energy, we're paying over $4 a gallon for gasoline now. In parts of California, it's 6 7 $8 a gallon. What could you do economically here with $40 billion? Let's say there are 320 million people in the United States of America. Let's just call that the number. You could literally send a check for $125 to everybody with that $40 billion. Now, would $125 help an awful lot? No, but it'd be kind of nice because it's our money. $40 billion and you're not going to do anything to help support this country. You're not going to finish building the wall to keep illegal aliens out. You're not going to help the economy by slowing down inflation with that injection of money. You're not going to make jobs that pay better wages and outpace inflation. You're not going to do anything to bring business back to America and maybe, I don't know, finish the Keystone XL pipeline and and make us energy independent again. We're not going to do anything for this country with $40 billion that we're sending to Ukraine. Now, if you walk away from what I just said and think to yourself, self, he hates Ukraine and he's on Russia's side, you can kiss my ass. I just want you to line up, pucker up, pick a cheek. Because that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is our four-plus billion dollars we've already sent, the military support that we're sending through weaponry, we're already supporting Ukraine and they're holding off Russia for this long because our support and the support, and the support of others. Others around the globe can do more as we're suffering from the, the end game of the pandemic, from an economic downslide that we haven't seen since like 2008, as we're all paying, you know, 50, 60, 70, 100% more for products that we used to be able to buy easily not very long ago, and we're seeing a guy in the White House who can't say a complete sentence. That $40 billion, which we don't really have, we're going to borrow it from somebody, and our kids or grandkids will pay it back, that money could have done so much more good here in the United States of America. So before you even take a breath to say a sentence against Elon Musk and what he wants to do with his money that he earned, shut your face if you supported what happened last night. Now, only what, 67 Republicans voted against this? Every single Republican should have voted against this. It should have been a very close vote, and the Democrats still would have won. But at least the Republicans could have said, listen, I'm going to be fiscally responsible, and I'm going to do something smart here, and I'm going to put my foot down and say, no, we're not going to send $40 billion over to Ukraine. As Nancy Pelosi says, to fight a dictatorship versus freedom. Ukraine is not a free country. It's not a democracy. I mean, they've already shut off all the media there that would come out against Zelensky. It is not the United States of America you know, East version. It's not. Now, I don't support what Russia is doing. It's horrible. They never should have done that. They wouldn't have done that with Trump in office. But for them to say this is democracy versus versus dictatorship, no, it's not. In fact, Congress and this president are acting more like a fascist organization in this country today than I'm seeing from other countries around the world that traditionally you would think are dictatorships or, or fascists. What they did last night doesn't make sense. Get a hold of your representative. If he or she says they're Republican, question them. Why did you do this? What made you think this was intelligent? Why exactly would you make that vote and go against what you said that you would do, which is taking care of our district, our state, 
our country first. We're not doing that. That's why America First is such a popular movement right now. You get it now? America First is huge, or huge, some would say, because of moves like this that every single time show that these Republicans are, in fact, rhinos and not doing what they said they would do. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JillPags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. It is the Joe Pags Show for your Wednesday. Just to give you my thoughts about that vote last night. Where ton- what was it? Carrie, what was it? 140-some-odd? Uh, I-, I think I've got the number here. Let me see. It's 140-something. Um, Republicans that voted for it last night, 149. Mm-hmm. And those who voted against it, 57. Right. Now, now we're looking at that, and I'm going, I'm sorry, only 57 of them are really conservative? Only 57 are really going to be America first? Only 57 really care that that money is, is being thrown to a country to help secure the borders there and make sure that they're e- economically sound? Well, we don't have a secure border here, and we're not e- economically sound here. We'll take your calls on that in a second. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. You'd rather send me an email? Go to JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom and click on Contact. And that'll come right to me. Let me remind you, you know, you thought lockdowns were over. Lockdowns are not over. Not according to Cheryl Chumley. Cheryl's a top editor at Washington Times in her new book, Lockdown, reveals a socialist plan to take away your freedom. In lockdown, she tells us how COVID has opened the door for full-scale attack on your freedom, on the values of Christians and Jews, and even on those who are Trump supporters. This week, Cheryl Chumley is on the Chris Salcedo Show about the dangers in lockdown. Every, every day, Chris is going to be on Newsmax telling you the truth. The big media will not. So tune into the Salcedo Show today on Newsmax. I watch it all the time. I'm on Newsmax all the time. I was on there again today. It's on all major cable and satellite systems and streaming platforms, too. Just download the free app on your phone. If you don't have, the, you don't have it any other way, it's free, no paywall. I watch it all the time. I just watch it on my travels. Mike Huckabee is telling everybody to read Cheryl Chumley's lockdown. He says it's the real thing. Get locked down on Amazon and at bookstores. Watch Cheryl Chumley on Newsmax's Chris Salcedo show. Make sure you, you make sure you do that today. And again, if you haven't if you haven't downloaded it, it's free. There's no paywall to watch them on your your phone, your iPad, whatever you happen to go have going. Check out Newsmax today. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Going to be Jonathan in Florida. Jonathan, talk to me. Hi. Yeah, you nailed it. As far as uh, um, the rich guy is concerned. Uh, Musk or whatever his name is. Musk, I mean, yeah. he made all that money uh, fair and square in the United States of America, and you can spend it however you want. Right. The real question is, where? what exactly is the money going for? Because they can write anything down on the piece of paper and the bill, but my mom always taught me to follow the money, and once it leaves here and actually goes somewhere, who's actually getting it? I I thought Ukraine was the country where all the corruption was going on between Biden. Uh, there was like a triangle between Biden, um, Ukraine, and Russia. Some really rich chicken Russia was in on it too, and who knows who who's to say that part of that forty billion isn't getting kicked back to the big guy? 
Now, I have no idea if it is, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if it were. Yes, Ukraine and Biden, there's a very, very sordid relationship there. Yes, the former mayor of Moscow's wife sent $3.5 million to Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden had a million-dollar-a-year job at Burisma, which is an energy company in Ukraine. He got that job because his father was the vice president. That's my opinion. And if you check out his text messages and his laptop, you know that I'm not very far off. His father has a really, really corrupt relationship with Ukraine. That's why when Rudy Giuliani went there and uncovered a lot of it, that's why they attacked him mercilessly and attacked Trump for having a perfect phone call with Zelensky. Yeah, I mean, it's all tied together. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to Paul. Paul, what's happening? Hi. Hey, uh, Joe. Um, you know, Musk is not a conservative by any stretch of the definition. You're right. But to see the way he makes these leftists wiggle like worms with salt poured on them, it really satis- satisfies my soul. I mean, because he drives them absolutely nuts with his purchase of Twitter. And it's just such a beautiful thing to see. And also, I'm very proud of Chip Roy, my uh my House representative, yeah. the way he eviscerated the House yesterday for voting on that after that bill arrives on their desks at three o'clock. There's no way anybody read that. There's nobody right. that even knows where or what that money is doing. I mean, it's just a joke what we're doing. We're throwing money away like drunken sailors. And it's not like we have a rainy day fund that we're pulling this money out of. We don't. We're just printing more money, which adds to inflation, which destroys the American family. Well, Paul, I'll say this. You're incorrect about the last thing. We're not printing this money. We're going to be borrowing it from somebody. We'll have to pay it back with huge interest. It's real money. They're not printing it to make it. Um, But at the end of the day, this is going to be your kids, my kids, our grandkids will be paying for this. And we're not getting out of debt at all. Uh, Biden keeps lying. Thanks, Paul. Biden keeps lying that, oh, we're going to start start to pay down the debt soon. They're sending $40 billion over to Ukraine. It doesn't make any sense. And Chip Roy has shown himself to be a fierce a fierce conservative, somebody who is not going to just stand by and do nothing. And I would suggest that instead of having Kevin McCarthy, should the House of Representatives go back to the Republicans, you look at Chip Roy. You look at you look at Matt Gates, you look at Jim Jordan, you look at somebody else to be the Speaker of the House. I mean the idea that Kevin McCarthy would be handed the the mantle again is an idea that I'm not for. You need somebody who's gonna be a flamethrower. Figuratively speaking, because those who are liberal listening, oh my God, he's saying be violent. No, I'm not. You need somebody who's going to be a a figurative flamethrower, who's not going to take any garbage. Remember when Obama was in office, he promised that you'd put any bill that they were going to vote on up online for five days for everybody to read? That never happened, not even once. And they were going to publicly debate Obamacare, and they forgot that they said that, and then ended up going on PBS or C-SPAN or somebody. They did about an hour on it, which was stupid. So uh, so yeah, no, don't, don't believe what they're saying. Actually believe what they end up voting on, and then go see what they voted on. Nobody read that bill. Almost $40 billion to Ukraine doesn't make any sense when we're in dire straits here. Back at it, going to be John in San Antonio. What's up, John? Yeah, man, I'm just wondering how come the Democrats criticize Elon Musk for spending $40 billion when they could have solved all of our ills here in our country, but they don't criticize the people that he gave it to for not doing the same thing. Oh, exactly right. No, you're exactly right. You've got billionaires that own all big tech. You've got billionaires that own all of the big media, and nobody's complaining about them and what they do with their money, but they had to go after Musk because he actually promised some free speech on Twitter. That was his sin. Keep that in mind. The idea of having free speech on Twitter freaked them the hell out, and that's why they went after him. The idea that somehow you can go on Twitter, post something, and those who choose to follow you can see it is one that freaked them out. 888-941-PAGS, 
7247JoePags.com. Another vote today, this one in the Senate, that's being misreported as well. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get you. Lots to talk about. Let's go. So we talked about the, the vote last night that sends a bunch of money over to Ukraine, and, and we pray to God for Ukraine every day, and Russia should get the hell out of there. We're going to send $40 billion there, but we can't finish the wall. We can't do the Keystone XL pipeline. We can't do things that would economically help this country. We can't entice businesses to stay here and manufacture here and do things here. No, no, no. But we can send $40 billion over to Ukraine. And that's just supposed to be normal. And if you're against that, you somehow love Russia and Putin, which of course is not true. That's just dumb. But then there was a vote today that has been misrepresented by the media, by social media, and probably by your coworkers most of the day. So, Carrie, do you have something on this vote today on Roe v. Wade and the possible codification mm-hmm. of Roe v. Wade in the Senate? Go ahead. Yep. From Fox News, a Democratic-led bill to guarantee abortion access nationwide failed to advance in the Senate Wednesday in a show vote designed to draw sharp political lines ahead of the midterm elections. Vice President Kamala Harris presided over the vote on the Women's Health Protection Act. It needed 60 votes to advance, but died in a 51 to 49 vote with West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin joining with all Republicans in voting no. President Biden immediately condemned Republicans for blocking the abortion rights legislation at a time when women's constitutional rights are under unprecedented attack. He called on voters to elect more Democrats in November so the legislation can get passed next year. Republicans in Congress, not one of whom voted for this bill, have chosen to stand in the way of Americans' rights to make the most personal decisions about their own bodies, families and lives, Biden said in a statement. To protect the right to choose, voters need to elect more pro-choice senators this November and return a pro-choice majority to the House. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer pushed a vote on the legislation after a leaked Supreme Court opinion signaled the court would overturn the landmark 1973 Roe v. Wade opinion that legalized abortion nationwide. He called the bill urgent to prevent states from passing extreme anti-abortion legislation that would send women's rights back into the Stone Age. Manchin, a pro-life Democrat, said the legislation goes far beyond codifying the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision by wiping away state regulations, including bans on abortion earlier than 24 weeks. Make no mistake, it is not Roe v. Wade codification, Manchin said. It is an expansion. Even two pro-choice GOP senators, Senators Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Susan Collins of Maine, rejected the legislation as going too far by undercutting state limits on abortion, including bans on gender-based abortion. And they wanted narrower legislation that would enshrine the legal right to abortion while protecting certain state regulations permitted under Roe. All right. Now, do you know what the big lie is, Carrie, on this story today? What many people in big tech are saying and many people in uh, in the left media are saying about that vote? Was it about, you know, because the um, Supreme Court was leaking it, saying they're going to end abortion rights? Well, n- not only no. that. And okay, because well, right I did see that and I had to change actual that actually vote. in my... The act- oh, okay. They're lying about the actual vote, the number of votes. You follow me? Because um, what, what, even the mention of Kamala Harris presiding over it doesn't really matter because that that sort of leans. Now, your story that you read was correct, but it leaned toward if it were 50-50, Kamala Harris would have broken the tie. Mm-hmm. That's why you even mention 
that Kamala Harris was there because the Senate president is the vice president of the United States, and she would have broken a tie if it were 50-50, but that still would have lost. Right. Because as you said, you need 60. Right. The left is lying about it. The left is saying it was 51-49. How dare Joe Manchin switch? You follow me? They're yeah, pretending it, it just needed to be 51-49. Or it needed to be 50-50 so Kamala Harris could have broken the tie. Had Joe Manchin just voted the right way, they would have gotten the codification of Roe v. Wade, which is untrue. It's, it's a lie. You needed 60. This was for cloture, which means um, they, they end argument or debate about it, and then the full Senate votes yes or no on the actual legislation, which would have been unconstitutional anyway, because abortion's not in the Constitution. So, so let me see how simple I can make this. First thing that should happen today, it should have happened last week, is the Supreme Court should make the, the opinion final. They should announce it. This is our opinion. Roe v. Wade goes by the wayside. It was unconstitutional to begin with. No, this doesn't make um, abortion illegal. This means the states get to decide it. That's the first thing that should have been done as soon as this draft opinion was leaked. That's the first thing. The second thing should be that every state then decides what they want to do with abortion. Then these stupid protesters can decide, I'm going to live where they allow it. But instead, they they haven't made the decision final. You've got Supreme Court justices in hiding. You've got people in the media, not of course Kerry nor, nor I, we will always tell you the truth, People in the media acting as if if this were 51-49 or 50-50, then you would have had some Senate vote that, that pushed legislation that would have protected a woman's right to kill the unborn child. That isn't what was happening today. You had to have 60. This was a supermajority needed. A supermajority is 60. They weren't going to get anywhere close to that. If it would have been 59 to, to whatever, to 41 you still would have lost. It still would not have passed. So make sure that you keep up on that because they will lie to you. They will pretend as though you're stupid and will buy anything they say. So it wasn't going to happen today anyway. And the story also was correct in going on to say it was a show vote. This was the Democrats trying to get the Republicans on record. Now they can say when they run for re-election or when they run for election in November, these Republicans voted against women's health care. They voted against women's health care rights. What also bothers me is that so many news organizations keep saying that there are pro-choice demonstrations happening or pro-choice protests happening. That's not true. If you're pro-choice, you're pro-abortion. You're pro-terminating the pregnancy. You're pro-killing the fetus or the offspring or the child. You are pro-that happening. Don't tell me that you're pro-choice but you're not for abortion because what are the choices? Pro-choice people are pro-abort. They're pro-kill. They're pro-terminate. They're pro-wipe it out. Otherwise, there's no choice. If you're not for that, what's the choice then? Oh, no, no I would never be part of an abortion, but I'm pro-choice. No, no, you're not. Hello? <laughs> you're not. You are for the choice to either have it or not have it. And the fact that not have it is involved there means that you're pro-abort. Just admit it. Say it. You're not pro-women's health care because you're killing a child. You're killing somebody else who might even be female. You're pro-killing 50% females and 50% males. 
or whatever they would have decided later on in life that they really are gender-wise. But I get so tired of the lies. Roe v. Wade does not does not do anything other than take away from the states the rights to decide what they want to do when it comes to the practice of abortion. If it goes away, the states can still outlaw it or they can make it legal. And if all 50 states made it legal, I'd be sickened by that, but if all 50 states made it legal, nothing would have changed. The fact is we've got a, a mechanism that we have in place through the Constitution that says these things are the purview of the central government in Washington, D.C. These things will be covered by the federal government, which should be small, limited, and not very powerful. Everything else goes to the states, which we think should hold all the powers of the founding fathers. And guess what? Gay marriage is not in the Constitution. That should not be something that the Supreme Court decided either. Guess what? Abortion is not in the Constitution. should not have been decided by, by the Supreme Court. should have been sent right back to the states. They made a bad decision in 73. Seven men, ladies, voted for Roe v. Wade. Seven men. So I'm not talking about man kids. I wish I could do it with my, my uterus. You let the man, the seven men tell you in 73 what to do with your uterus or not. So make sure you always get the truth. You needed 60 votes today for this to pass. They got 51. It wasn't going to pass. Actually, it was 51 the other way. But let's say they would have gotten 51 the way that the Democrats wanted. They still would not have passed it. 55, nope, wouldn't pass. 59, nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So at the end of the day, what you have here is a ball of lies that was just a campaign strategic move by Democrats so they can say, these 51 people voted against your right to have health care and make your own health care decisions, ladies. Are you going to really vote for them again? And that's just simply not true. This was not a women's health care bill. It wasn't. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about this, and I really want to know what you think about what I just said. The Supreme Court should have released the final decision the day of or the day after the leak happened. And by the way, why is it so hard to find the person who leaked it? Why is it? Because if it were somebody who leaked for the other political side, you'd have had the person in jail for a week by now. Why don't we know who the leaker is yet? The leaker should be in handcuffs and taken away, disbarred, never can work in government again, and face charges. Because this person not only leaked official federal documents, which is against the law, also now has put Supreme Court justices in harm's way. And one final thing before I hit a break and a lot of phone calls coming in. One one last thing before I hit the break. You do not have the constitutional right to shut down a private street in a neighborhood. You don't have the right to surround people's houses, screaming at them, breaching the peace. You don't have those rights. Peaceably protest means protest redress against government at the government. The idea that you can go and and light them up at their houses, that's not. Alito works at the Supreme Court. Go and protest him there if you want. You're allowed. You can't breach the peace in his neighborhood, track him down and dox him, threaten their lives. What's the matter with you? And the left media and this administration won't really do anything to stop that from happening. It's pretty sick. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. We've got Representative Andy Biggs, District 5 Republican, Great State of Arizona, coming up next hour. And uh, and then we've got uh, the guy, uh, Jim Bognet. And a lot of people are saying Bognet. It's not a Bognet. He, he is uh, running for Pennsylvania 8, which is Scranton, Pennsylvania, that Joe Biden keeps saying he's from Scranton. And he's really not. I mean, I guess he was born there, but he didn't live there very long. But he keeps acting like he's just some Scranton kid. Well, that's not the case. We talk about who he's running against, how he got Trump's endorsement, and much more. Make sure you stick around for that as well. Got to tell you about um, Super Beats. Super Beats are awesome. Just got an email from a guy yesterday talking about Super Beats. Said, yeah, I'm, I'm eating my Super Beats every day. It's great. I love it. My wife loves it. We all love it. So if you haven't checked it out yet, you should. If you, if you feel tired, don't have the kind of energy you need to get through your day, a bunch of coffee It's going to be temporary. Energy drinks, sugary drinks, you're going to get feel that high and then you're going to feel that big crash as well. You don't get that with Superbeet soft chews. Superbeet uh, uh, heart chews are actually combined non-GMO beets and grapeseed extract. And I didn't know about grapeseed extract until I started talking to you about Superbeets. They taste amazing. You take them in the morning, a couple of these in the morning, going to get you going right. And the, the this, this grapeseed extract is clinically researched to promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of your healthy lifestyle. So go and check some of this out right now. They've got a great deal, up to 45% off plus free shipping at joelovesbeats.com. It's their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to joelovesbeats.com, up to 45% off at joelovesbeats.com. Make that happen. Let me go to uh, Diane, San Antonio. Hi, Diane. What's going on? Hi, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I was just listening to what you were saying about them talking about voting down women's health care. And the maddening part is, is that abortion is not healthy for women. Not only does it murder babies, but a lot of women are maimed and have infections. And I mean, there's nothing healthy about it. Right. So I know I'm preaching to the choir, but it just frustrates me. Just the lies, the constant lies. Why are you against women's health care, Diane? <laughs> but, 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 but but that's but, but that's exactly how they'll sell it and they only did this so heading into november they can say this representative or this senator is against your health care women why would you ever vote for him that's the, you know that's the game right oh yeah and that's why they leaked it leaked whoever leaked it right the whole thing with the supreme court they had this all planned prior to so this was all just part of their scheming I just hope people wake up and realize that, you know, they're being lied to and, and they're killing their own country. Well, we're going to try to keep on waking them up, Diane. I appreciate you calling in. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Boston, Geo, what's going on? Hi. Hello. Uh, you have a great show. I, li- I like your style. Thank you. I often disagree with uh, your propositions on uh, facts, however. You're allowed. Uh, something you didn't mention that I did want to mention before we get to the point, which was you're saying it's not in the Constitution. It's not. Is the heartbeat. Uh, before In a in an embryo, which uh, appears, uh, well, in- embryos are very early stage, uh, there is a uh, detectable sound which is a biochemical reaction involving electrons. The next thing that happens is that reaction takes place in a protoplasmic goo, something like snot. Uh, But even when that reaction takes place and a heart starts to form, fish have backbones and hearts. So it's that to say that we can't do it because there's a heartbeat 
is non-determinative and against everything known in science. That's actually incorrect. Well, Jay, I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there. I'll stop you there because that's actually not true. Unless you can prove to me you've got something that's provable that shows that a woman, a human woman, has ever been carrying a fish, your entire story is is complete bunk. You cannot suggest that. Stop. No, no, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you interrupt. I'm not going to let. I'm not going to let you cut me up because I'm the. I'll put you on hold. I'll put you on hold. Geo, listen, I'm the host. I let you go for about a minute or so before I said anything. The fact that you're rude and you can't control yourself is not my problem. You just gave the hypothesis that that bunch of goo that you called snot, which is disgusting because you and I both came from that, so it actually was us. But the, the whole idea that that thing that we're hearing, that electromagnetic, whatever the hell sound it is, is not necessarily a human heart because fish hearts do the same thing, is so completely off the beaten path and a non sequitur, it makes me, makes me nuts. And then you want to try to talk over me, which is never going to happen. Unless you can provably show me that a human woman has ever carried a fish, then you and I both know as intelligent human beings that that sound that's being made is a, fa- is a sound being made not of a fish, but of a human fetus, which is offspring in Latin. I'll let you continue, Jill, but watch your attitude because you're being rude. Go ahead. Okay. My final comment. Dispel on what I just said. Analogy. Dispel what I just said. It's a rationalization. No, it's, it's not. Dispel what I just said. Is it a fish? Is it? I must stop. I'm, I'm not going to let you do this. I just told you why it's not a fish. I just told you why it's not comparable to a fish because there's never been a woman who has given birth to a fish. So why can't you comment on that? Did I just hurt your brain? Comment on what I just said. Refute what I just said. Can we talk about the conversation? Refute what I just said. You gave a ridiculous premise and I called you out. I remove... Dispelling what you just said is to remove any notice of a discussion of backbone or fish or yeah. chickens. I just, or I just kicked your ass on national radio. I hope that you enjoyed it. Gio, get off my phone. Listen, here's the bottom line. Carrie, uh, am I wrong? Did he not just say that it could have been a fish? It could have been anything. That heartbeat doesn't mean it's a, it's a human. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I thought he meant. That too. appeared to be what he was saying. And then I, I gave him my response. I gave a retort and I gave him every opportunity to say, well, here's why you're wrong about that. But he wanted to move to the Constitution, or he wanted to move about talking about cars, or wanted to move to talk about toenails. I mean, why, when you bring an argument to me, and I give you my response, didn't you want to come back? Either admit that your argument was wrong, and I just kicked your ass, then we can move on to the Constitution, or don't act like it's removed from reality, Bombata. Give me a break. Appreciate you, Gio, but you were dead wrong. Keep it here. This is The Joe Pegg Show.